Welcome to the Real Freedom Podcast, where we inspire you to pursue your passion to gain time and financial freedom through opportunities in real estate. I'm your host, Mike Swenson. Let's get some real freedom together. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Real Freedom Podcast here. And I'm so excited to share. Uh, we have Jason Williford here. And Jason has a wonderful story to share with us. He also has a new book coming out. So a little bit about Jason, kind of a serial entrepreneur guy, high school education. He started out selling timeshares, got into real estate. He's a coach. He's a trainer, now an author, working with high-end people in real estate and wants to give back. He's got a TV show that he's working on, so there's so much there. So I just want to quick highlight your book, The Ultimate Real Estate Machine, How Team Leaders Can Build a Prestigious Brand and Have Explosive Growth with More Freedom and Less Risk. So that book is what's coming out soon. You're here to talk about that and your career. Welcome, Jason. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I am super excited to be on. Why don't you just share a little bit more? I mean, obviously, I gave a little bit of a background there. Share more about you know what got you started, where you're at today, and the journey to get there. Where I started out at, and not to sound cliche-ish, but uh, I did come from very humble beginnings, rough childhood. Uh, I was kicked out of my home the day that I graduated high school. I was homeless. I lived in my car for eight months. And abbreviating that story, you know, I do have a high school education, all this stuff I used to be embarrassed about. And that is one thing I think I help people out on because, you know, don't be embarrassed of uh, your past. It is your past. It's not your mm-hmm. present. And it doesn't define your future either. Uh, so, you know, after the high school education, I did not spend one day in a formal uh, college. And I'm not being braggy about that either. I do believe in college. Uh, But through the years, uh, I invested over $1.1 million uh, back into uh, professional development and Mm -hmm. uh, personal development. Your business will only develop uh, at the rate that you develop as a human being. So Mm. I've been uh, blessed to have amazing mentors uh, through the years. Fast forwarding through, uh, start out with timeshare, uh, then went into the remodeling industry Uh, became a general manager with the second large remodeling company in America at the time. And what I learned from there, just like in many experiences in my life, uh, I learned, you know, big media marketing, radio, TV marketing, spent just out of that one location, three, $400,000 a month. So I learned a lot from that business. And yes, that ties into uh, my greatest mentor, Jay Abraham, uh, who I wrote the book with, uh, The Ultimate Real Estate Machine. Uh, and that's what the book is about, is about utilizing Jay's principles and how we utilize those principles, uh, brought them into real estate uh, and how it's highly effective in real estate. Which one of the chapters is, uh, chapter number nine is, and I'm digging back into the book, uh, marketing mistakes that cost huge profits. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 29 marketing mistakes that cost uh, you huge profits. And there's one of the mistakes that I made, and I was thinking about it before even preparing for this interview. Mm-hmm. And one of the marketing mistakes that I made uh, is not having your headline refined. Uh, and uh, uh, because Jay talks that one headline, one crappy headline, uh, versus one magnificent headline can be a difference of 21 times, which is 2100% different results. And where I messed up 
on the title of this, the especially the subtitle, I think I would say on this book, just being open and real and honest, uh, how team leaders can build a prestigious brand, have explosive growth with more freedom and less risk. Uh, there's two words uh, that after final of this cover was done, I was like, hey, this book, it's not just for team leaders. This mm-hmm. book is for any real estate agent uh, looking to grow a sustainable business uh, with explosive exponential growth that they can later exit uh, and have more freedom in their life. There's just uh, so many you know, golden nuggets within the book. Uh, yesterday, uh, I gave Kevin Harrington a copy, a hard copy of the book. Uh, mm-hmm. Because uh, Kevin Harrington, uh, he's a original Shark Tank Shark cast Tank. member, yep. uh, uh, and he gave he gave me a blurb for the back of the book, and he said after he read the book, uh, this book is the business bible uh, for those looking to grow a sustainable real estate business that thrives. A book to keep forever and refer back to you know when you're faced with business challenges. So that's how the book was written not just to be a book that you read one time and you put the book down. The book was written with timeless principles, not FAS, not a the latest uh, click funnel or Facebook ad or YouTube mm-hmm. ad, whatever it is. It's a uh, book about timeless principles uh, that you read it once, then you read it once per quarter. Yeah, uh, You put it on the shelf when you have complex business problems, uh, to have mental breakthroughs and not have mental breakdowns. So the book was made to go back and reference. Yeah. And Jason, one thing that I was going to say that I that I really like is, <clears throat> you know, if, if we think about building financial freedom through opportunities in real estate, um, it's mindset, it's growth, it's investing in yourself like you said, investing $1.1 million in your, your own personal and professional development. It's building systems, repeatable systems that can scale your business. Mm. And I think that's where a lot of times, you know, people get into trouble is they think too short term and they think, mm. you know, I'm, I'm only looking three months ahead, six months ahead, a year ahead. But in your case, it's I'm looking at building a, a platform here, a foundation that I'm going to grow from. And the more knowledge that I have, the more personal development that I have, the more systems that I have, the brand that I'm building, mm. all of that is going to build mm. on top of each other versus I'm just Joe Schmo real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And I had the same year in real estate for 20 years and I look up and I have nothing to show for it. Yeah. And I have a friend, I can't remember who said it or uh, where it came from, but uh, he said that, hey, you don't want to die behind the real estate desk. And what that means to me is you're 70 years young and you're selling real estate, not because you want to, but because you have to. You know, one of the great events that I went to and actually Jay Abraham uh, spoke at, he's one of the main speakers at Tony Robbins Business Mastery. And it's what Tony said at that event that uh, has really stuck out is if your business does not have an exit strategy, you don't have a business, you have a job. You know, that exit could be a selling event or that exit could be, hey, my business is running. I'm just not in the business. I'm getting a passive income from that business. Exit strategy does not have to be three years. It doesn't have to be five years. It can be 50 years, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you have to have some kind of exit strategy. And that's what uh, book goes into a good bit more detail about. 
One of the other things I was going to mention, so as you're talking about quotes, is um, a quote from Albert Einstein that's in your book, um, because mm-hmm. I got an advanced copy of that to look at. Um, Any fool can make things complex, but a genius can make the complex simple. And mm-hmm. that's the important thing, too, is I could talk to you about this principle. And as a as a high detailed person, that tends to be my fault because I talk mm-hmm. in detail, you know, but but to be able to make something so complex, simple, mm-hmm. that's really where a lot of the money is made in marketing. And like you had mentioned about, you know, having that that one line can really make a big difference in your business versus, you know, not having something sharp. And and those are the key marketing principles that that really matter. So what are some other things in terms of as a real estate agent, as somebody in mortgage or title, what are some things that you would advise people to focus on as they're thinking about marketing their business? Almost died last year. It's another piece about me. Almost died uh, Q4 of last year. Uh, extreme, extreme pain. I was in the ICU for eight days. My neighbor next in the room next to me passed away while I was in there. So, mm. you know, some profound things happened. And my mission statement in life just became really clear and simple. And it's, hey, I just want to impact positively uh, 10 million or more people in my lifetime, directly or indirectly, with mm-hmm. or without getting recognition from it. So if I said something and I impacted you and you went out and impacted 8 million people and they didn't even know that it came from me, hey, I'm still winning. I just hit 8 million right there. Uh, so I'll, that's, be the, I'll be the guy, Jason. You just, I'll do the 10 million. You can impact me. I'll go impact the 10 million. Your job's complete. And I'm good with that. Uh, I'm good with that. Uh, but is the biggest area... Uh, you know, and it just go and there, the book is has stats. There's a great book called uh, Good to Great yes. uh, by Jim Collins. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that book was about, you know, metrics and about uh, it took years to write the book because it took years to get the, uh, the data. So there's a lot of data in this book. It's not theoretic. Uh, it is proven data. And one of the data points that's in here is. The hard truth is that I can't remember the number, but it's something like 87 or 89 or 91 percent of consumers that was polled do not trust real estate agents. Mm-hmm. That's not good. You know, the industry has been for a long time and still is and will be for a good bit of time if something doesn't change is very open for disruption. Uh, Zillow, they tried to take a hit at it. A strong hit. They're probably not even done yet. Uh, And I did the figuring one time, how many billions of dollars that the consumer uh, pays on real estate commission. Uh, Of course, there are companies that would love to intercept that money and cut who out be the real real estate agent. So to answer that question through my ADHD is the strategy of preeminence, which is becoming the preeminent agent uh, in your market. Uh, which is chapter number four, I strongly recommend, hey, if you don't do anything else, if you just read chapter four, not just read that chapter, but if you really embody the strategy of preeminence by becoming the preeminent agent, uh, the one that falls in love with their clients more so than their products and services, you're not just a transactional agent that's just looking for closings, 
you're playing a different game at a high level, the game of lifetime clients. You know, the the mindset around lifetime clients, if you think the average person moves every seven to 10 years, you've got seven to 10 years of time that you're spending with them when they're not necessarily doing business with you specifically. So that's where the relationship is important. Can you be that resource for them, that friend to them, that help help to them in other areas outside of just buying or selling? Because then you don't come across as the transaction guy of, Hey, I'm looking to sell. All right. I'm, I'm like, uh, like one of those, uh, whack-a-moles where I pop up now cause it's seven to 10 years and now I want to sell your house, but it's how do you fill that other time by adding value to them, um, mm-hmm. in the real estate space. That's so important. Yeah. And, uh, and that's chapter five, the lifetime value of a client. And it actually even, it doesn't just say why it's important to have the lifetime value of the client. There's even a quick exercise in there that shows you how to calculate what your lifetime value of a client is. And let's just say seven years. Hey, it's a long sales cycle. But if you stay type of mind and let's say statistically you buy six homes over your lifetime, which means that that's what 11 transactions or whatever it comes down mm-hmm. to. So that's 11 transactions over your lifetime. But the big multiplier on top of that of a supercharger is having predictable referrals generating strategies in your business. And that's another one of the chapters, you know, is on uh, having a predictable referral generating system. And I see it a huge problem. And I had the problem and still have some of the problem. And the question comes down to how many, not haphazardly, not accidentally, but how many predictable referral strategies do you have in your business that predictably generate referrals? The common answer is, hey, I don't have any, you know, having a predictable referral uh, generating system uh, because referrals, they are the number one most proven, most profitable, uh, most overlooked, uh, most underutilized lead source uh, on the planet. They're also the client, you know, just like you, you've been in the industry a long time and, you know, which if I sent you out on a listing appointment uh, or a buyer appointment, uh, would you rather have that appointment uh, of a trusted friend uh, that's already uh, set you up? Uh, so now you've already been positioned and they're predisposed to doing business with you. Or would you rather go out on the lead that came from Facebook? Yeah, it's it's already done. And for me, I'm a relationship type person. And so if I have somebody that tells me, Hey, I had a great experience with this person. I'm like, okay, sounds good. You know, now it's not, mm-hmm. hey, I'm also interviewing you and five other agents for this house. Yeah. It's yeah, I took your word. You had a great experience. It makes it a whole lot easier. So yeah, you're right. So many people do overlook the repeat and referral business. But um uh, and there's 217 predictable referral strategies, but it would be hard to implement all 217 strategies. But what if you go from one or two to 15 in 90 days uh, or, you know, uh, 20 in six months. Uh, That's when you have a predictable system, uh, a duplicable system. And that's what I'm training right now. Uh, You know, the TV show is Agents on Fire. 
Uh, Kevin Harrington was in episode one from Shark Tank. Uh, Jay Abraham's in episode two. I'm also planning on bringing some other special uh, guests that are, you know, very worldly entrepreneurs uh, or best the best marketers in the world or sales gurus in the world. That's what I'm doing right now is I'm uh, putting them through elite agent referral mastery. And it's amazing the breakthroughs that they're getting in the first two weeks. And we're only doing it. Uh, and I say the first two weeks, uh, uh, I think we've been on four or five calls so far. We haven't even got into the meat mm-hmm. of refer. Uh, we haven't even started building their referral system, but it just shifted their paradigm, the way that they're looking at things now versus the way that they were looking at things two weeks ago. It's I'm just super excited for all of them there. And it was, this book was written strategically because I knew the very first thing I needed to do was open up everybody's mind to a different way of thinking. Uh, and chapter two is unleash your inner creative breakthrough genius. Just long story short, uh, read the book. <laughs> yeah, let's talk for a second then about the other stuff that you have going on. So, you know, obviously a lot of the book has been your your past years and learnings and everything that you're kind of compiling together here, but but you're, you're coaching, you've got this TV show. As you kind of take a step back, um, how do you balance your life and how are you balancing kind of the strategy of which things you're pursuing at which time? Because you are a serial entrepreneur, you have a lot on your plate, you do want to grow a big business here in real estate. So how are you deciding how to best spend your time? Uh, that's a really great question. And uh, quite honestly, just by the, the, uh, the way I think is, uh, and I have people that are, you know, friends of mine, they're like, God, dude, you, you have a TV show, you have a book came, coming out, you have this, all this mm-hmm. stuff going on. And I don't, I just don't think that way. You know, maybe it's, it's a part blessing and it's part curse as well, is that I feel like I'm stuck at times. Like I don't have enough going on. You know, after almost dying last year, I have, you know, I've been in a big building phase of really building content. Of course, not just writing a book. And this book is not a cheesy lead magnet type book where that's all it is just to say, hey, I'm an author. Uh, This is a real book with real gold uh, within the pages of it. Took a long time. Plus, I have three other books uh, uh, that are ready to go to the publisher afterwards. Actually, I had one that uh, ahead of this book, but I had the opportunity with Abraham. And sometimes you just, you have to run with it. And that's what I did, you know, then the TV show as well. So really for me, I'm just a run, run and gun type guy. Uh, yes, I have a lot of growth to do myself uh, because you're either green and growing or you're brown and dying. Uh, there's no finish line, but there's no finish line ever in optimization and I just know there's always more in me and I can always do better and things that I can do better to go back answering your question, uh, you know, is uh, uh, getting a lot better uh, by plugging things in the calendar, sticking to the calendar. Sometimes I do great at that and sometimes I fall short, uh, but also focusing on my time of what are my highest dollar producing activities for me to be in. Mm-hmm. And it's really simple when you keep it like that. Number one, and this comes from Tony Robbins, number one, a strategy. Number two, marketing. Number three, innovation. Uh, That's the three highest dollar producing activities for any entrepreneur to be in to 
stay in those high dollar producing activities, but you know, that's working on your business. Mm-hmm. Working in your business, what are the three highest dollar producing activities for a real estate agent? Number one, being in a face-to-face listing appointment. It's the highest dollar producing activity to be in, not a buyer appointment, because a buyer appointment research shows that uh, you spend one third of the time with the seller than you do with the buyer. Uh, then number two, negotiating a contract. Number three, prospecting, uh, which it even goes into the book that you can take a majority of number three off of your plate by having by leveraging the power of inside sales agents. So to answer your question, I want to stay as much in those high dollar producing activities as possible in the least amount in the low dollar producing activities. Probably common knowledge you may have heard of, hey, I'm working in my business versus all my business or vice versa. The other layer that most people have not heard of is working above your business. And that's really taking your business to the next, really next level, because like working above your business is, you know, what if, uh, you know, what about the strategic partnerships that you can have with outside uh, people, the uh, joint venture deals that you can do, the, you know, purchasing of, uh, you know, databases from, you know, a retiring agent that, you know, has uh, built an amazing database and they are the preeminent agent in the marketplace. And, you know, Hey, they're just looking to, uh, you know, have fun in life now and not deal with, you know, real estate. There's opportunities all over the place when you look there. And I'll finish with this one quick story. Uh, and it's actually in the book. And uh, Jay talks about a man that walked the earth uh, all of his life. And it's probably a theoretical story, but he walked the earth and he uh, said, hey, at a young age, I'm going to collect uh, all the change that I find. I'm going to put it in a big jar so over his life, he walked around uh, looking at the ground everywhere that he's seen it. He accumulated uh, a lot of quarters, dimes, nickels, pennies. Uh, guess how much he accumulated over time? A uh, million dollars. $22, something like $22.38 per the story. But what did he miss out on? is the question because he was always staring at the ground. So he missed out on countless sunsets, sunrises, uh, his kids playing, uh, experiences with his wife, uh, and not to count all of the business opportunities that he could have had over $22 and some change. Well, they say stepping over dollars to get to dimes is really a great example of that, that story right there. You know, talking about spending $1.1 million in personal development and professional development, um, how do you decide what what you're going to spend your your money on in terms of your professional development? How do you put together that plan? Yeah, and for me, uh, and, it's, and again, referring back to the book, it's in the book uh, in a chapter called Four Steps to Greatness from mediocre to magnificent is the name of that chapter. So it outlines in that chapter, you know, there's not 500 steps to take to heaven. You know, uh, I don't have just one mentor. I have obviously uh, Jay Abraham as a mentor. I have Kevin Harrington as a mentor, uh, Ben Gay III as a mentor, uh, Roland Frazier, uh, uh, Perry Belcher, uh, all these high level, you know, entrepreneurs, marketers, majority of them directly, some indirectly. Uh, But also I have Jay is an amazing uh, entrepreneur, business and marketing mentor. But Jay may not be the best one to structure 
my Brazilian jiu-jitsu plan. Mm-hmm. He's not right. the one to teach me Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Who is the best of the best uh, that I can afford at that particular time? And that's who I want in that niche that I'm looking for growth in which area that it may be in my life. And that's uh, who I want to invest with that I can, if I can afford them at the time. I like that mentality, afford the best that I, the best that I can with what I can afford at that time. And I'm sure over time for you, that's grown quite yeah, a bit. I, yeah, uh, we could, uh, when we started our company out, we started out with $700 uh, between my partner and I, uh, and that was to also manage the family off of. So we, and we had lost everything, everything. Mm-hmm. We'd had success in our lives, uh, but we'd lost everything. Houses, cars, my boat, all gone. I was, Luckily, I bought a second car because that's what I ended up being my first car. Um, so we built everything on cash because our credit sucked at the time. We had no other choice. Uh, and I've, I've kept and I learned lessons from the Great Recession. And that was uh, a, gr- a huge hard lesson learned was, uh, hey, build with cash if you can. Well, yeah, I mean, we've we've covered a lot of good stuff in the book here. Just a few things that I was just going to mention uh, for those folks that want to, you know, find out more about the book here, you know, chapters on so marketing principles that separate you from all the competition, mistakes you made. We talked about that utilizing inside sales, um, referral generating systems. You're either a multiplier or a diminisher. What losing taught me about winning. So just a lot of great talk talking points and and topics. And like you said, a book that people can go back to and reference time after time, instead of just reading it through one time. So on any other kind of thoughts or closing comments? Uh, just one, yeah, one closing uh, thought that I wanted to give is that, uh, is that as part of the book, there's over $1,200 uh, worth of bonuses attached to when you buy a $20 book. The book is way worth way, 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 way more than you'll get way more value than the the mm-hmm. 20 bucks that you spend. Uh, but we all, uh, also uh, added on over $1,200 worth of bonuses in there too. And I know for folks watching too, they'll see the background, Jason Williford, 360.com. Um, any <laughs> other ways that, that folks can reach out to you? And actually, when you go to Jason Williford, 360.com, you'll see that everything lives within there. Uh, mm-hmm. My social media sites, uh, any of my uh, websites, uh, my contact information uh, to schedule an appointment with me. It all lives right there. So is what I'm getting at. There's also a little button on the bottom of mine that says my360.com. If you click on that, you can also get yours. And it's not it's not expensive at all whatsoever. Uh, you know, Albert Einstein and the, you know, any Uh, you know, any fool can make things complex, but it takes a real genius to make things simple. And they did a great job with that. Two hours, I had all that stuff like tied into my my 360 account. So I just wanna, just a a quick plug for my 360. Uh, I don't own it, uh, but it's been super helpful for me. And I just like to to give value back where I can, so. Right. Well, thank you so much, Jason, for coming on. You know, for folks listening to this, you know, visit his website, go grab the book, read it, and, and take advantage of the $1,200 of additional value that, that you can get from it. So, awesome. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, Mike. Thanks for having me on.